Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Thank you for coming to our site. While you're here, if you can like and subscribe and share our content, we're trying to grow. And for those who would like to comment, make comments and I will gladly answer uh, do the best I can to make sure that we have an engaged audience. If there's something you guys would like me to talk about and to teach about, just let me know and we can do that as well because I love sharing the Word of God. And for those who would like to support us financially, there are links also provided for that. And I appreciate everything that you can give and I thank you so much. It is an honor to serve and I look forward to continue bringing you guys good content. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Uh, we have been looking at uh, us, what do we look like as far as spirit, soul, and body. We, um, we finished up uh, last week. And then I believe I had um, started a teaching, and I was teaching you guys that we are called to live by faith. And I wanted to go in uh, a little more on that. We did a part one and a part two later. Um, and I want to uh, continue on that teaching because as we just read that you and I were in one kingdom and you were translated into another kingdom. And when we came into that kingdom, there are laws within this new location, if you will, that we need to operate by and so forth. And the Bible tells us that we are in the world, but not of the world and that this place will hate us. Since we made that transition from one place to place to another, now let's see what John chapter 15 says, um, uh, verses 18 to 19, when it says, it says, If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world loves you as one of its own, uh, if you belong to it. But you are no longer a part of it or the world. I choose you to come out of the world. And because I translated you from one kingdom into another, they hate you. And so we know that the 
people are going to uh, despise you and I since we are in this new kingdom because we are operating on different principles. This is in uh, the book of John, chapter 17, um, let's say six, 15 and 16. It says, I am not asking you uh, to take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. And, and I'll read chapter 17. This is Jesus' prayer for his disciples, as well as it is for us. And we'll take a look and see what he prayed for them and us. Verse 16 says, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by their truth. Your word is truth. So you and I are in the world, as the scripture says, but we are not of this place. So when Jesus Christ came, he changed the whole game, if you will. Um, and the Bible tells us that he, we talked about that uh, first Adam and the last Adam. And we saw that he became a living soul and the last Adam is a life-giving spirit. And we talked about us being spirit, soul, and body. And we know that the Bible tells us that the law, the law came from Moses to, to when Jesus came. And before the law was enact, enacted uh, by Moses, that there was no law. The Bible tells us, according to Roman, that death reigned. And then when the law came, the law was, uh, the responsibility of law was to point us to sin, to show us who we are. And then Jesus comes, and the Bible says that when Jesus came, he enacted a new type of kingdom, if you will. And so we're going to look at this kingdom that Jesus Christ enacted and how we ought to work and live from there. Because it is very important, because if we understand this, then we will not be um, used by those preachers out there that are concentrating on making um, making uh, members and not disciples. And I'm going to do a study, and I'm going to um, I've been praying about this, but doing this study about the church. And actually, this was one of the reasons why I started the podcast was to focus on the church, and um, it's been all over the place. Uh, um, I actually have another uh, podcast called Mystery Bible, and at Mystery Bible, my sole purpose was to deal with the church and who they were and what's going on and how it's this one of the biggest cults on the world, on the planet. And uh, But I will uh, go into that um, both here. I wanted to use Blueprint as a teaching for uh, the body of Christ, a teaching about grace and faith and all those things. But I felt compelled that I need to go into the church because of what we're seeing today. And it's going to be a little series for a while, but it is my hope to expose all of these crazy things that are going on. I did a, uh, a, a couple of podcasts back about uh, false prophets and false teachers and so forth, because there's so many of them out there today. You would not believe how many of them are out there. But anyway, let's talk about what Jesus had done, and what God the Father did. Remember Jesus, uh, the disciples asked Jesus, um, what does the end of the age look like? And so everyone is always talking about the end of the world, 
the new uh, the the cult church is always preaching the end of the world. There's no end of the world at this point. The Bible tells us that God moves in ages, and we are now in the age of grace. The age of grace came when Jesus put his foot on the planet. For the Bible says in John chapter 1, verses 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld, and we have seen his glory, glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. When Jesus came here, he came here with a, um, to change the age, uh, not just... Um, so let, let, me, let me continue with that, and we're going to take a look in Titus, and we're going to see some things there in the book of Titus. And it talks about, um, uh, you know, uh, grace and so forth and what Jesus did. So let's take a look at Titus chapter 2, verses 11, and we'll read from there. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing a couple of things with it. The grace of God has appeared. We read in the book of John what the grace and who the grace of God is. Jesus Christ, full of grace and truth. And so we see now, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passion, and to live self-control, upright, and godly life in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from the lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. So we see here, according to the word of God, that for the grace of God has appeared. Um, let's take a look at... Um, uh, Romans chapter 1, uh, we're going to read verses 16 and 17. And we touched a little on this for the last two podcasts when we talked about living by faith. And I want you guys to get this because this is really interesting. And it, once you understand what, is, what God has done, then you will, uh, your life, you should start making some adjustments for, for your life. Let's go into... Um, uh, Romans chapter 1. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation. We saw that in Titus, and we see uh, the uh, to everyone who believes. So we see that, as I mentioned, it is the power of God for salvation. This gospel, uh, Jesus Christ, okay? The gospel for the grace of God appeared. This gospel of the grace of God, Jesus Christ, says he has appeared. And he's bringing some stuff with him. He's bringing salvation for everyone who believes. To the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Verses 17. For in it, the gospel of grace, or the gospel of Jesus Christ, or the gospel of the grace of God, for in it, okay, the righteousness of God is revealed. Now, what is the righteousness of God, right? We, um, we looked at Abraham's life. Uh, anyone who's been following here, uh, we know that uh, when God considered Abraham righteous, 
And we know that Abraham believed God and it was accredited, it was given to him that says that that's righteous. That is righteousness. That is what righteousness looks like. Abraham believed God and God accredited to, uh, his belief as righteous. So we know then that for a man, when one walks by faith, that man is righteous. So now let's take a look at this scripture again. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. Righteousness means uh, faith. We saw that um, Abraham believed God and God said that's righteous right there. So for here we go. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. What is the righteousness of God that is revealed? From faith to faith. As it is written, the righteous man shall live by faith. So the gospel of Jesus Christ, this grace came to bring you and I to the revelation that you and I ought to be living from faith to faith, from one situation to another by faith. So every situation that we move within our life is from faith to faith. The just shall live by faith. And anything, the Bible tells us, of anything that is not of faith is sin. So when we are not in faith, Mark 11 says, have faith in God. When we are not in faith, we are not believing and trusting in God. And the scripture says, we are in sin. Anything that is not of faith is in sin. If you are in sin, you cannot get anything from God. So, you, uh, we are called, guys, to literally walk by faith. And this is a serious thing because, as I mentioned to you, uh, that these guys that have been teaching don't teach us that. They just glance over it. And they talk about it as a movement. It is not a movement. It is the righteousness of God is revealed that he had set it up that man, he intended man to live by faith so that we cannot boast if we are able to do it. Let me give you an example of what he's talking about. So he comes to Abraham and he says to Abraham and Sarah, I'm going to get you guys a kid. Through you, I'm going to have my seed. We're going to, your, your seed is going to populate the earth and uh, you, through you, all the nations are going to be blessed and all of these things. This woman is barren. This guy is old. And so these two folks, um, God comes to them and he says, you know, uh, I'm going to give you this promise, and I, I'll take care of it. And uh, you got to walk by faith. And he began to teach them, as I said to you, and you who are following me, you learned. He began to teach them about faith because they were missing it. But yet this man was walking by faith. He did left his hometown. But in this particular, from faith to faith, is every circumstances to another. In this particular circumstances in believing God for his for the son, they kept missing it. And so God came and talked to him and changed his name. And I'll show you where, what I'm talking about. They kept missing it. So they figured that, okay, we're going to help God out, okay? And so now um, God did say he's going to give us uh, through us and so forth. So uh, Sarah comes up with this brilliant plan that let's use Hagar. Uh, you uh, get her pregnant, and that's the kid that what God was talking about. And so God is saying to us, it's not by your works. It's not, you You can't. And we know as a result of Ishmael coming into this whole picture, 
we know that Ishmael and um, and the sons of Abraham are fighting to to this day. These guys are mortal enemies, and so see, God is saying to you and I, you can't do this. This is not by your power, because if it's by your power, you you would brag. Abraham would be bragging if it was by him, Abraham and Sarah. But they uh, had to realize that. Abraham and Sarah believed God. They walked by faith. If you read the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, it tells you that she got, um, she conceived by faith and uh, she got uh, pregnant by faith. So it was by faith to faith, from faith to faith. So you and I are called to this. And we sh- I showed you that Jesus Christ, and the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ in Romans chapter 1, verses 5, when he came here, he gave us a couple of things. And uh, one of the things that he says that he gave to us was this faith. And I read to you, I mean, grace. So we talked about the um, ages. And we saw that the age that we are in right now is the age of grace. And uh, when the disciples of Jesus Christ says to him, when, what is the end of the age looks like? He's talking about, when, what does it look like for the end of grace, the age of grace? Because uh, the age of grace is going to come to an end, and then we are going to go into the millennium age. And so they are asking him, what does this age look like when the end of grace is going to take place? And he says, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know when it is. Only the Father does. But I can tell you some signs what it will look like. And so... The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 1, verses 5, through whom we have received grace. This is Jesus Christ. Ezra 9, 8. But now, for a brief moment, grace has been shown from the Lord our God to leave us an escape remnant and to give us a peg in his holy place, that our God may enlighten our eyes and grant us a little uh, uh, revealing in our bondage. And so we know that this grace is only for a brief moment. And uh, in that age of grace, you and I are called to walk by faith. Now, what is grace? And we've talked about this for a long time, that grace is the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to you and I. And so we know then that it is the grace of God working on the heart of the man or woman in any situation, because the Bible tells us that the heart of the king is in in God's hands. And so if the heart of the king is in God's hands, and the Bible says many are the plans of of the man in his heart, but God direct his paths. It doesn't matter what these people are planning or whatever. They can plan all day long, but remember they are doing the will of the Father while they are here, every one of them, including the enemy. And Lucifer knows his his time is coming short. And so he's going to run amok or whatever. But even him, even Lucifer is on God's timeline. Even all the demons is on God's timeline. Nobody is off of God's timeline. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And so God has commanded that you and I walk by faith, and with our partnering with His grace, we are to live according to that model. 
in this new kingdom. So we are required by law, if you will, as a, as a part of this new kingdom, to walk by faith. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. It tells us in, in Romans 5, it says, And by him we have received grace. And it told us in John that Jesus Christ is full of grace and truth. Titus tells us. And so we see then that these two ingredients, God's grace and our faith, and we are called and we are demanded that we just shall live by faith. This is the revelation that God has given to us as new students, as new, um, uh, uh, as new uh, people within this kingdom. This is the revelation from faith to faith. This is where the righteousness of God. So then that no one can boast, not a rich man can get it. Uh, poor man, all of every one of us are equal. We are not over the other. A poor man can get his, just like a rich man can get his. We are all coming for it the same exact way, and that is by faith. So we are called to live by faith. Everything I'm telling you guys, get yourself ready because this is the lifestyle that we are called, and it's clean come. If you take a look and see what's going on around you today, you will see that this kingdom of darkness is being judged. All of their systems are all over the place. They are being tested. They are being pushed. Uh, people, those citizens that are relying on those kingdoms are in a panic. And God is saying to you and I, you are not to be in a panic. Because you are not called to look at that kingdom and, and their system. You are called to walk by faith. This is the revelation that I have given you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message. But if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. That the just shall live by faith. You are not to rely on anything that is of that kingdom because you are not of that kingdom. And because you are not of that kingdom, what is going on within that kingdom, you don't have to worry about it. And that's why he said to you, fret not. He says, don't worry about all of these things because you are not a part of that. Your responsibility is seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and he will give to you all the things that you need out of the kingdom of darkness so that you can get what you need. Why? Because he knows how to speak to the devil's children. He knows how to speak to the devil and tell his children to give you what you want. The Bible says, in the, uh, says come and buy homes without any money. How do you do that? By faith. I have done that. I'm telling you guys, I've bought homes without any money. Because it is God's um, faith. He told me to come by faith, from faith to faith. And so I have to believe him and over every circumstances and not care by there because his command is that from faith to faith, not of works. We saw that Abraham tried by works and we saw that fail. 
and we know what happened there. We, many of us uh, are going to try by works, but geez, every time it's going to fail because you cannot, God will not allow you to do it because that's boasting. You will be able, you'll have a right to boast. So the from therein is the righteousness of God revealed. This is the wisdom of God. This is how he uh, is looking, the rightness of God is looking at how everyone can get access to all those things that he provided for us according to the scriptures as God has given to us everything pertaining to life and godliness and natural stuff and the spiritual stuff. So God has given to us everything. So you and I are called because we are now a part of grace, okay? That grace that is there, and I talked to you about that. What is that grace? That grace is God's divine nature, his, his ability to tap into uh, and not violate someone's will, but get them to do what is necessary for his children who are going to be walking by faith. So God is saying, I got this, he said to to. Or Paul is in a bunch of trouble, and he's concerned about this and that. And God says, my grace is sufficient for you to get you through this. My, you trust in where you are weak. My grace is going to get you through. It is, is You have strength in it. You have everything. Um, the Bible tells us that this God is gracious and compassionate. Uh, there are so many scriptures. I'm going to read you a bunch of scriptures. Go and look for yourself. You guys need to get in there and look for yourself and see that God's uh, character, um, uh, everything that I'm about to read is about graciousness and merciful. God is both. And the Bible tells us that he's still very important because it tells us in Hebrews that we ought to come boldly before the throne of grace whereby we obtain mercy and find grace to help mercy and grace. Psalms 116.5 talks about God's graciousness and his uh, um, mercifulness. Um, Exodus uh, 34, 6. We know Psalms 86, 16, uh, 15, and, uh, uh, Psalms 145, 8, Joel 2, 3, Nehemiah 9, 18, Psalms 103, 8, Psalms 111, 4, Psalms 77, 9, Jonah. Um, we know that Jonah took off and one of the things that he took off because he knew, he said, I know that you are uh, gracious and merciful and I didn't want you to have to, to, um, give it to these people here. That's why he wanted to run. That's in Jonah chapter four, verses two, number six, 25. You'll see the character of God when it comes to him about graciousness and, um, his mercifulness. And so he has set this up. And watch this conversation, this com combination. You guys have heard me said it over and over again. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Grace. Watch it. For by grace you have been saved. How? Through faith. And this is not of your own doing. See, Abraham, when Sarah and they were trying to do it their own way, says, um, not a result of work so that you may are uh, one with boats. So the combination that God has put together by which you and I are called to live on this planet is because we are in the time of grace, we are in the age of grace. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. The faith is ours, the grace is his responsibility 
And he's saying to you and I, with these two combination, with me moving on the heart of people and you believing me, have faith in God, that's how I want you to live while you're here. And so this is our mandate from God. He requires, um, the Bible says, he requires us to walk by faith. This is where the righteousness of God is revealed, that we must walk by faith, from faith to faith, from one situation by faith to another situation by faith. So Abraham believed God, the scripture says, and it was accounted or credited to him as righteousness. Abraham had to walk the walk of faith. The Bible calls him the father of all great, uh, of uh, faith. And so if he's the father of all uh, faith, you and I have to copy the father of faith. And so we see that this uh, age of grace, it is the uh, person, the pinnacle person in charge or, or that put it in place was Jesus Christ, because it says that Jesus Christ was full of grace and truth. When he came on the scene, he brought in the kingdom, the age of grace, and we are no longer under the law. And so it tells us that since we are no longer under the law, but we are under grace, see? So now we have to live by it. And so we are now saved by grace, but we are also uh, have to uh, apply our living by this grace. And God is demanding it. That is why we have a move since we got born again from where we are and what is going on in our life because we are not applying the law by which we are supposed to be walking, but if it be by grace, the scripture says in Romans eleven six, it is no longer on the basis of works. So you and I, our ability is over. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace if it was able to be done by works. So he is calling you and I. It is absolutely imperative that we walk by faith. And we are not going to get anything from him until we get into that space. Because the Bible tells us that he is the one that enacted it, put it in place when Jesus showed up. And so for every situation, 2 Corinthians twelve nine. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness. Why, brother Paul, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Because he understood that the power, and that's why you see that man always talk about um, grace when you see him opening up his letters with grace be unto you, grace. And he's telling the people about what they are to be working in and living through and uh, uh, praising God and moving through life. So I want you guys to understand this because it is very important. And because the Bible tells us, you remember it says from, uh, he is the one who enacted it, correct? We read about that um, in the book of Romans. It says that God 
in Romans chapter 1, verse 17, tells us this. He said, this is the righteousness, this is the right way. And God revealed it from faith to faith. As it is written, the righteous man shall live by faith. And the Bible tells us that God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having sufficiency, having all sufficiency in all things, you amount to every good work. In From faith to faith. That's the scripture right there. He, in, he wanted us to live by faith from one situation. He tells us his grace is sufficient. His grace, what is it? Divine influence upon the heart of, uh, and the benefit that it brings to you and I, the believer. So it doesn't matter what situation it is that you're in. If you utilize your faith and you, God said, Jesus Christ had brought and gave us, it came with him. So he's imparted it. It's not going to leave. We, we are, the Bible says God has surrounded his righteous by, with his favor, and we received it. We re- and by him we have received grace. It is on us. It is, it is, you know, and God comes and he tells us, he says in Hebrews, uh, let us then come confident and draw near to the throne of grace. Why? Because we know that if we are coming confident before the throne of grace, we know, right, that God has set up this age of grace. And we're walking in there with confidence because we know he says that he's able to make all grace abound towards us. And so if he's coming that way and he's saying his his grace is sufficient and he's telling us all these things, then you and I ought to be walking with our heads up when we get in front of the throne of grace, whereby we may obtain mercy and find grace in time of our need. The Bible says the Lord is merciful and gracious. He's slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. This God wants you and I to conquer and live in this life, as it tells us in the book of Romans. But it tells us that God is able to make all grace abound. This God is able to make all grace abound. And so you, man, I am I'm just bringing this information to you so you could see that this God that we are serving has set up a new um, process by which you and I ought to be moving once we were translated into the kingdom of his dear son. And this new process by which we do this is that we are now being uh, utilizing grace and faith. And it says, for by grace are you saved through faith. And so for every situation that you and I have uh, will come into in our life, we will be saved by utilizing those two concepts in our life. But the God of all grace, in 1 Peter 5.10, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. Who is he but the God of all grace? Every situation that you will ever have in your life, This God of all grace is there to make sure that you get on top. Because he says in the scriptures, all things work for good for those who love the Lord. Not some, all of them. You may not think when you get your your butt handed to you um, in a situation that uh, God is going to turn it around. But look at your life. Right now, I want you to look at your life. You remember when you 
didn't think you were going to come out. And look at you now. Look at you where you're at. God is faithful. And so if he's faithful and he brought you out, even when you are, you know, all over the place, but he brought you out, you're telling me that he doesn't care? I, I beg to differ. So I want to challenge you guys to realize that God has called us to walk by faith. Really, serious. This is how he had set it up. Everything outside of faith is sin. So it doesn't matter if you are doing anything because you're, if you're outside of faith, you are then in works. And whatever is not from faith is sin. And then if you're in sin, how do you expect to get something from God? You know, you can't, you know, but he's merciful. And the Bible says, come boldly before the throne of grace. Walk with your head up because you are in the age of grace. It's already Jesus brought it. So it's here. Jesus said, the Father said, I have surrounded my uh, you with favor. I'm protecting you with it. It is what you need. It is what is surrounded. And as you put your faith with that, it will give you everything you need. The combination of God's grace with your faith is how God had intended that you and I walk in this age of grace. Everything outside of that is sin. How do we do that, Jesus? Said, I've sanctified them with your word. We talked about the purpose of spirit, soul, and body. Where are we putting the word of God? We're putting it within our soul. And once we deposit it in our heart, the Bible says, and we will speak it, we will own it, we will know it, because it's out of the abundance of our heart that I must speak. But he tells us, Beloved, I wish above all things that your soul prosper, that you be, that your soul prosper and be held as you prosper. Um, you have to do it as your soul prosper. And so if your soul is not prospering, you and I are sick. Beloved, I wish, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul prosper. So the responsibility that you and I have is for our soul. And we talked about what our soul comprises of. And when we do that, um, then we are able to walk by faith and uh, get the things that we need. Because God wants to give us. He said, he has given to you, beloved, I've given to you all things pertaining to life. So now God has given it to us. How do we access it? And Jesus came to show us how to access it. He walked by faith. When he, his whole life was about faith, he admonished his disciples, where is your faith? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I don't see it. Oh, ye of little faith. Oh, and so every time those ingredients, when he saw it, he says, your faith is great. Look, woman, your faith has made you whole. Pick up your bed and walk. Your faith has made you whole. You know, and so from faith to faith, from one situation to another, how do we handle all of our situations from faith to faith? And once we do that, and we walk by faith, God has already released grace on our behalf. But he tells us, he says, come, come before the throne, come, come. This situation that is before you come, he says, come boldly, come in, you know, whereby you may obtain grace. And he tells us, I'll give you more. He says, we're sin abound, grace abound, that much more. And so he said he'll give us more. All he wants is for us to, as Jesus said, have faith in God. That is the key, man. 
uh, we have to have faith in God. And I read you a ton of scriptures. Uh, if you go and you study them, you'll see that all of those attest to God's faithfulness and his gracious and merciful, how gracious and merciful he is. So the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ in First John, not First John in one in John one fourteen, it tells us that Jesus Christ is full of grace and truth. It tells us in the book of uh, Titus that um, great, uh, his grace came with a couple of things for salvation. We saw that Ezra nine eight says, "But now for a brief moment, grace has been shown from the Lord our God." So this brief moment will end when Jesus Christ comes at the um, uh, by uh, Armageddon, when he comes back at that time. That's the end of grace. He's going to institute the millennium age. The devil is on a timeline. You are on a timeline. I am on a timeline. All of the timeline is God's. The Bible says that man has all kinds of plans, but it's God's will that is being done and God's will is that you and I must live by faith. From faith to faith, the just shall live by faith. The Bible says that. And so I want to challenge you guys to begin to ask the Holy Spirit. Uh, we've been in church for years, and these men are not teaching us nothing. They teach us about giving and, and, and just nothing. You know, teach us about talking about attacking people about what they're dressed or wearing and don't just nonsense and forgetting the immediate things in life. Anything outside of faith is sin. You must live by faith. From faith to faith. Every situation that will ever come to your life. From faith to faith. If you try to do it on your own, you will have Ishmael's and you will fail. You will constantly fail because if you are outside of faith, it is sin and God cannot bless sin. And so I want to challenge you guys to rededicate your life to Jesus Christ, that you are now going to learn how to walk by faith. You're going to reprogram your spirit man and that you will come boldly every day before God, obtain mercy for your day and grace for your day and get out there and walk by faith, trust the word of God, and believe God. The Bible says, have faith in God. And again, that is our problem. And so as we deposit the word of God, we are going to have faith in God, and we will get what we are asking for. So I want to encourage you guys, man, uh, have faith in God. I, uh, I pray for all of you guys and all my listeners, whether it's on the platform the uh, that's out there for the podcast or whether it's on the social media platforms as well. I pray for you, all of you guys, that God will continue to show himself to you, reveal himself to you, and that Jesus will do the same and that the Holy Spirit will comfort you and guide you in your life. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember... Every child of God overcomes the world, for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. 
Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.